Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Football CU Podcast. This is week 18, the final week of the regular season. Some of y'all are still playing in your fantasy leagues. This is your championship dependent on your rules. So I want to do my best to keep you updated this week on certain teams that might be resting players to get you prepared for this final game. The next few episodes that we'll be releasing will be more out on awards and um, what some lessons we learned, maybe best rookies, maybe biggest busts, things of that nature. That'll be coming down the line here soon. But before we get into anything of week 18, as we always have to do, start with the word of God. It's the best thing to do at the beginning of every day. And we're going to go back to the book of Romans, one of the best books that they have Um that's in the, that's, to my opinion, one of the best books in the Bible. It's just full of wonderful knowledge and encouragement and hope. Um, but we're going to go to Romans 12, 21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So even if evil is kind of, I don't know, attacking you and in your way and just in your life, it might be some person. It might be some circumstance. Don't try to overcome evil with evil by getting down to that same level and being rude, being mean, but overcome evil with good by loving, showing the nature of God. All right. Now let's get into this week 18 preview. There's no games to talk about. No Thursday, Thursday night games this week. So we're going to get straight into just the games for week 18. Two games on Saturday to start with. The first one is the Steelers and the Ravens. And you're going to notice a lot during this podcast, I'm going to be saying teams to just avoid. Avoid playing these players if you can, because, or I should say playing players on these teams if you can, because they're going to be resting their starters. And I don't know if you should feel too comfortable by maybe picking up a bench player, but we'll talk about it. But first with the Steelers. They are fighting for a playoff spot, so they're going to be playing as hard as they can. So they're playing against the Ravens, who are going to be benching their starters on defense most likely. So some Steelers players could play well today. Or, yeah, because I'm recording this on Saturday, so they could play well today. So I would say you're starting Deontay Johnson, maybe George Pickens. He's looked pretty good with Mason Rudolph. And the running backs, you can maybe look at more flex plays. But the biggest thing in this game is the Ravens. They're benching basically everyone. Lamar is benched. Odell's benched. It sounds like Zay Flowers is doubtful. He's not going to play. Isaiah likely probably isn't going to play much. He's likely not going to play much. You see what I did there? Um, so, And the running backs are probably not going to really play much either. So if you're wanting to start anyone at all, maybe like a Tyler Huntley, maybe because he's played well in spots before, maybe a Melvin Gordon, depending on how many snaps he gets. But I'd avoid, if I could, any Ravens players. If you've rode Lamar Jackson to the finals and this is your championship game, you need to look elsewhere at quarterback than the Baltimore Ravens quarterback, most likely. The next up, we have the Texans and the Colts. This is going to be one of the biggest, most important games of the week. This has playoff implications written all over it. Winners in, losers out. That's, That's it. For the Texans, C.J. Stroud's healthy. That's wonderful, but their wide receivers are a little banged up. Of course, Tank Dell, oh, we pray for a fast recovery for him because he was so good. 
part of the reason why I lost a couple matchups because in the playoffs because I didn't have Tank Dell. I rode him for so long. He won me so many games, but man, we pray for a speedy recovery for him. But also Noah Brown is going to be out. So that means that's going to be Nico Collins and Dalton Schultz pretty much all day long. And Dalton Schultz has a lot of incentives to play for. They just get like six catches. He gets a like $750,000 or something crazy. So I feel like Dalton Schultz and Nico Collins are going to have big games as well as Devin Singletary because the Colts' rush defense has not been good this year. So all those guys, you're starting and you're happy about it. And for the Colts, sounds like Zach Moss is going to miss this game again. So it's going to be JT, Jonathan Taylor all day long. Now the Texans' defense is pretty decent. You can't just run right through them without any without any hesitation. So he'll have a good game, but I wouldn't expect to have a big game. But I'm looking at Michael Pittman Jr. He's got to show up this game if they're going to win, and they have to win. So I think he's going to have a good game. Um, Garver Minshew is going to have to play well. I don't trust him as much, but he's going to have to play well. Um, but it's going to be between Michael Pittman Jr. and Jonathan Taylor to lead the Colts to victory, but I don't think they do. I think the Texans got this game. I think they're going to win. I think they're going to make the playoffs, which is crazy for what they looked like last year. Now we're going to go to the Sunday games. First one we have up is the Browns against the Bengals. The Browns are sitting players again as well. Joe Flacco is sitting. I'm pretty sure Amari Cooper is as well. Um, and probably Jerome Ford, Cream Hunt. I don't know that officially, but that I just I would make sure on all these guys if they're playing or not. But even if they are, I wouldn't want to start any of their starters because they're, if they do play, they're not going to play for very long because they've locked their playoff spot up. They're, they're not moving at all, so they have nothing to play for. I wouldn't be starting any Browns players at all. Even like Elijah Moore or um, their tight ends and Joku's probably going to sit, but their backup players, I wouldn't even start their backup quarterback. I would avoid the Browns at all costs, even though they're going against a not so good Bengals um, defense. And for the Bengals, I'm pretty sure they're eliminated from the playoffs now. I'm not. I don't have that confirmed. They're eight and eight, um, but I'm pretty sure they're done because yeah, they're done because the Bills have ten wins and they're the only team that can get knocked out. So yeah, the Bengals are eliminated. So that means they're still playing for fun. So you can start them because they're probably going to be playing against the Browns. Even since not playing anyone, the Browns aren't playing. Um, star pass rushers not playing their secondary they're not playing anyone so Miles Garrett is going to be on the bench so I think you can play the Bengals players and feel good about Jamar Chase Joe Mixon maybe even to a lesser extent their quarterback Jake Browning he might have a good game this week they're just playing for fun so you can play your Bengals and feel good about it the next game we have is a slightly important-ish game. Both teams are going to be playing hard. Vikings and Lions. For the Vikings, they win. They need a lot of help, but they still have a chance of getting in. And for the Lions, seeding's at play here. They can either get the second or the third seed. And that's kind of important-ish. For the Vikings, they're going back to Nick Mullins, which is a good decision. Jaron Hall just wasn't ready. I thought he would be. I was tooting his horn last week, thinking he's going to play really well. Started him in a couple matchups, and <laughs> that didn't go very well. That's kind of the reason why I got knocked out of a championship game this week, because I played Jaron Hall last week. But anyway, it happens. Um, but they're going back to Nick Mullins, which is good for this offense as a whole. 
Justin Jefferson's going to play well. Jordan Addison, probably to a lesser extent. And Ty Chandler to an even lesser extent because the Lions' run defense is pretty good. But I think that the Vikings will move the ball well enough to be competitive, maybe score some points. And for the Lions, they are going to be playing as hard as they can because they lost last week and they don't think they should have. And Amon Ross St. Brown didn't get voted the Pro Bowl and he's very upset. So I think they're going to go off. Um, I know the Vikings need a win to get in, but I don't think they win this game. It's at Detroit. Detroit's going to be just so hyped that they won the division for the first time in forever. So their crowd's going to be loving it. They're going to be riding that crowd all game long. So you're pretty much starting every line you have. Montgomery, Gibbs, I'm on RC Brown, Laporte, I think he's going to play. He was dinged up, but I think he's going to play. Even Jared Goff, you can probably start this week. The Vikings are done. I'm a Vikings fan, unfortunately. And I think the Lions are probably going to cruise to like a 20-point win this week. Next up, we have the Jaguars and Titans. Very important game for the Jaguars. But Trevor Lawrence sounds kind of iffy if he's going to play. Need to pay attention to the Sunday morning news on that because if he doesn't play, C.J. Beathard will play, and he's actually been decent. I think if you have Trevor Lawrence in your championship, which you probably don't, honestly, but if you do... I think you can stream C.J. Beathard and feel okay about it unless you have another option. But the other guys on the team um, that you're starting are pretty much just a couple guys. Travis Etienne, of course, and Evan Ingram, and then to a slightly lesser extent, Calvin Ridley, because Titans' pass defense isn't that great. So those are the guys you can start. Christian Kirk, I think, had his practice window open up, but I don't think he's going to play. So that's really all the guys for the Jaguars and for the Titans. Their season's done, so they're just kind of playing for fun and for incentives. Hopkins needs some yards and catches for incentives, so I think he could have a big game. Derrick Henry, this is the last game as a Titan, most likely, so he might want to show something. He might want to show, you know, suitors for next season, for the free agency. Hey, I still got something. So I think Derrick Henry and Hopkins, you can start and feel okay about it. Next up, we have a very meaningless playoff game, but important for um, draft seeding. We have the Jets and the Patriots. And what's good about these games, when there's nothing on the line for either team, they're not in the playoffs, they're not resting, as you can start your normal guys. So for the Jets, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, that's it. That's it for the Jets. That's all you really trust on that team are those two guys. And even slightly less trust for Garrett Wilson because of just this team's been a mess all year long. But who's in a bigger mess is the Patriots. Ugh. I'm pretty sure Ramondre has been put on IR. He's done for the year. So you can start Zeke. Maybe you can start Pop Douglas if you're in a deep league and you need a flex play. And even lesser extent, maybe under Henry. But that's really it. Patriots don't have a lot this year. And they're looking to the draft. They're going to draft a quarterback. They're going to draft probably a receiver as well. They need some offensive help. And I don't know if Bill Belichick's going to be there next year. We'll see. Next up, we have another huge playoff implication game, the Falcons and the Saints. For the Falcons, I think this is Arthur Smith's last game coaching because I think they lose this game, which means they're eliminated from the playoffs, and I think they're going to look elsewhere at a coach because they just they drafted so much wonderful talent, and they have not used them. They have not used them. I don't know why. But they just haven't done it. It's just been just been awful. 
Um, but you're still going to start your studs. So if you've had Bijan and you're in the championship, you got to start him. If you have Drake London maybe as a flex play, you can start him. Kyle Pitts maybe if you don't have any other options, but you don't feel great about it. And it looks like it might be Desmond Ritter playing because Heineke's been banged up a little bit, but keep an eye on that. And for the Saints, I think they win this game, but I think Alvin Kamara might be out this game. I don't know. He's been banged up. He has been practicing. So keep an eye on that. If Kamara misses, then Jamal Williams is a big play this week. Falcons defense is pretty good, but the Saints love to run the ball. And you're going to start Olave, of course. Um, Taysom Hill might be a decent streamer, if, especially if Kamara misses, because Kamara was their dump-off guy. So they might dump the ball off to Taysom Hill this time. Um, and also, Juwan Johnson actually played pretty well last week, so it could be someone to stream as well this week. Next up, we have the Buccaneers and the Panthers. Buccaneers win, they win the division. Buccaneers lose, they probably don't get a playoff spot, so they gotta win, and they should against the Panthers, but the Panthers have been playing tough lately. And for the Buccaneers, they're, they've been kind of the most straightforward team all year. You're playing Rashad White, you're playing Mike Evans, you're playing Chris Godwin, and that's about it. If you're in a deeper league, maybe Baker Mayfield, if you're feeling frisky, feeling lucky. He's been playing better and playing well, but he's still kind of a fringe um, top 12-ish quarterback. So if you're in a deeper league, maybe you can get away with that. And for the Panthers, there's two guys, really, Adam Thielen, Chuba Hubbard, and that's about it. Um, they're definitely looking to next year, and unfortunately, they don't have their first-round draft pick. That belongs to Dup Bears. Which is the next team we're talking about? Bears and Packers. This is going to be an interesting game. Packers need to win to get in. And the Bears would love so much to ruin the Packers' playoff hopes. And I kind of think they do. The Bears have been playing really well lately. The Packers played really well against the Vikings last week. But I don't really feel like they're a good team. They're an okay team, but I, I don't know. I feel like the Bears might actually win this game. And for the Bears, um, starting Justin Fields, he's been playing really well. Starting DJ Moore, he's been a fantastic receiver. That was one of my biggest misses this this season. Um, I didn't have him as a bust, so to speak, but I faded him. I didn't want to draft him where he was being drafted, but I was wrong. I'll raise my hand. I was mistaken. DJ Moore has been great this year. He started off kind of slow. But he's been great this year. He's been the top 15, top 12 type of wide receiver. And I was not feeling it this year as much. I felt there was value if he fell, but I was wrong. But you're starting Justin Fields. You're starting DJ Moore. Maybe if you're feeling lucky, one of the running backs, Sean Johnson, Killer Herbert, maybe. And then maybe a Cole Komet. He's been a decent tight end this year, but that's about it. And for the Packers, pretty straightforward, mainly because of their injuries they've had. So Aaron Jones is a start. He's been playing a lot better here lately. He's healthy finally. Jane Reed, you might be able to get away with starting because he's been playing well when he's been healthy. And it sounds like Watson, he's been trying, but I don't think he's going to play. But if he does, you're starting him. And if he doesn't, you're starting Jaden Reed. And that's about it. Antony Wicks, maybe a lower flex. I don't really trust Romeo Dobbs. He hasn't really done much this year. And the only other player you can think about is Tucker Craft. They're tight end. He's played okay. Enough where in a deeper league, he could be a streaming tight end this week. Next game we have is the Broncos and the Raiders. Both teams eliminated from the playoffs, but 
They're both playing for pride and playing for next season. For the Broncos, they benched Russell Wilson. So it's Jarrett Stidham. And as you saw last week, it was okay. It wasn't great. So you might still should start Cortland Sutton. Maybe Javante Williams because of the volume he gets. And that's it. I don't trust this offense. In fact, I'm streaming the Raiders' defense as everywhere I can because they played so well since Antonio Pierce has taken over as head coach. And for the Raiders, it looks like Josh Jacobs is probably going to miss again. And Samir White's played pretty decent in his place. So you can start him and feel okay about it. Devontae Adams, of course. Maybe Jacoby Myers to a lesser extent. Um, that's kind of it, but the Raiders have been such a good team. I want to stream their defense this week because the Broncos, they're just in shambles. Look into next year, stream the Raiders defense. You'll, you'll, you'll be happy about it. Next game we have is the Eagles and the Giants. For the Eagles, I don't know what's going on with this team. They are such a good team. They've been playing really poorly lately. Lost to the Cardinals last week. It's crazy. But the biggest storyline is... Devonta Smith is gonna miss this game. He's ruled out with his, I think his ankle injury. So that's gonna uptick AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard. They'll have a third receiver, maybe a Julio Jones, maybe a Quez Watkins. Somebody else will step up as the number three, but AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard are gonna go off this week. You can play those guys and be super happy about it because the Eagles still wanna win this division. If they win and the Cowboys lose, they win the division, so they still have something to play for. And they play before, well, actually, no, the same time as the Cowboys. So they're not going to really know if they should take the pedal off the metal until maybe the third or fourth quarter. But still, they're going to be playing hard because they want to get some rhythm going. They've looked just terrible lately. And, of course, you're starting Jalen Hurts. And I think DeAndre Swift is a good start as well. And for the Giants, what's interesting here is you can start their pass catchers because the Eagles defense has been bleh, just awful this year. So Wondell Robinson, I put him in my DFS lineup. Felt pretty decent about it. He plays the slot, and that's what the Eagles are weakest against. It's the slot over the middle of the field to the tight end. Darren Waller, you should start him. Feel good about that as well. You're starting Saquon, of course. And Tyrod Taylor is an interesting guy to stream this week. If you need a quarterback, if you're riding Lamar Jackson to the finals and you're playing your championship this week and he's benched, maybe Tyrod Taylor is a guy to look into. Just a thought. I don't know if I would completely trust him or not. It's hard to, but he has such a great matchup this week. I don't know. So it's just a thought to think about. Next game we have the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Seahawks got to win and have a um, Packers loss. Then they're in. I honestly think that's the highest chance of happening. To me, in the NFC playoff picture, I think the highest chance is the Packers losing, Seahawks winning, and the Seahawks get in. After that, it's probably the Packers winning and just securing that last spot. Then after that, it's the Vikings' possible playoffs push, which is, no, they're not getting in. But for the Seahawks, um, they're fighting for their playoff lives. They need to play hard. And actually... They will play at the same time as the Packers, so they won't know for sure not by the time their game's starting if they're fighting for anything. So they're going to be playing hard. So you're starting Kenneth Walker. He's been great. DK, of course. But what's interesting is I might look at JSN over Tyler Lockett. It's been, it's been, think, we've been thinking about that all year long, but I've been still 
starting Tyler Lockett over JSN because Tyler Lockett every year seems to get a thousand yards and six touchdowns and, and somehow, don't know how, but somehow it has. But this is the first year that I don't think he's going to do it. JSN's been looking better and better and better, playing more and more and more. This might be the first week that you start JSN over Tyler Lockett. At least for me, I would. Um, it's, it's still so close, but I'm, I think this might be the week where I finally cross that threshold and start JSN over Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett might have played his last like superstar year last year, but we'll see. We'll see what he does next year. And for the Cardinals, it's just very easy here. Kyler Murray is a decent stream, especially if you've been doing a Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes or something like that, riding you to a championship. Kyler Murray is a decent stream because they're just playing for fun. James Conner is a great RB2 to play this week. And then Trey McBride. You've got to start Trey McBride as your tight end if you've picked him up off of waivers. He's been playing great. Greg Dorch, maybe a lesser flex in a deep league. Um, yeah, that's about really all you trust for the Cardinals, and I still don't know if I would trust Greg Dorch. they got to throw it to someone, not just Trey McBride, but it's just it's too inconsistent for me to really trust it unless you're desperate. Next game we have is the Chiefs and the Chargers. Chiefs are benching everyone. They locked up the division. They have nothing to play for. So I would avoid if I could. CH, maybe you can stream. I put him in my DFS lineup, actually, because he's pretty cheap in DFS. But I still, whenever starters are benched and the backups are playing, I don't really like to play those backups because they're just, they're backups for a reason. And they're going against teams that are just playing for fun, playing their starters. So backups against starters. It's just, I don't trust it unless you're desperate. Kelsey's going to sit, so maybe Noah Gray as a tight end streamer. He's play, actually played pretty well. He might be the one guy that I might consider if I needed a tight end, if I had a Kelsey. And for the Chargers, they're just playing for next year. Easton Stick has been playing okay, actually. So if you're in a deep league and need a streaming quarterback, Easton Stick against a backup Chiefs defense, you could do worse. Austin Eckler you're going to play. Looks like Keenan Allen's going to miss again. He's He's, they're just putting him, sitting him for the rest of the year, looking to next year, making sure he stays healthy. So Josh Palmer could be okay, and then Quentin Johnson's played better of late, so if you're desperate and feeling lucky, maybe. But other than that, maybe um, Everett, their tight end. He might be, might be someone to look into because he's been playing pretty decent. Um, Easton Stick's been looking for him quite often, so if you need a tight end, maybe, maybe you can stream Everett from them. The next up, we have probably a game that no one's going to play. Rams and 49ers. They both locked up playoffs. The Rams could drop down in positioning, but I don't think they really care about that. They just care that they're in. So they're benching everyone. They benched Stafford. They benched Cup. I think they're benching Kyron Williams as well. Um, Puka Nakua is going to play, but I would not play him this week because I think they're just playing him to get his rookie record. They can use a few catches and like 40 yards, something like that, to break the rookie record. And then, so they're probably going to do that the first couple drives, and then, all right, Puka, let's go. The bench is waiting on you. So I wouldn't be streaming, I wouldn't be starting, excuse me, I wouldn't be starting Puka at all, even though he's playing technically, because he's not going to play much. If you want to grab one of their running backs against a backup 49ers 
defense, maybe like a Ronnie Rivers or something like that, maybe. Um, you have to see who actually is projected to get the most snaps. But again, I don't know if I would do it. I would probably avoid the Rams offense if I could. Even Marcus Robinson, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't like it. And same goes for the 49ers. They're pinching everyone important because they've locked the number one seed. I wouldn't be looking at Elijah Mitchell. I wouldn't be looking at um, a Sam Darnold. Well, maybe Sam Darnold if you're desperate for a quarterback. But still, I want to avoid all these teams that bench their starters if I can, unless you absolutely need to. The next game we have is the Cowboys and the Commanders. Cowboys need a win to win the division, so they're going to be playing hard. And they're going against the worst defense in the league, possibly. That's the Commanders. So this fairly easy. CeeDee Lamb's going to go off. Jake Ferguson's going to go off. Tony Pollard might actually have a decent game. If you are still alive and you still have Tony Pollard, then my, hats go off, my hat goes off to you because you did something right the rest of the season because he has not been that guy. He's been one of the biggest busts. He will, I will talk about in one of those episodes coming up. I don't know if he's been my biggest bust of the year. I have to look into it and do some research, crunch the numbers, that type of thing, but he's definitely up there. And for the Commanders, uh, I mean, same old, same old. They're, they've been playing like this all year long. Sam Howell throws the ball 50 times to 10 different targets. Kind of sounds, I think he's going to be the one starting this week. So, you know, whatever. Maybe you stream Terry McLaurin, but you're not going to feel happy about it. Brian Robinson Jr. maybe as well, but the Cowboys are going to be playing hard. They want to win. They want to make sure they win. So I'd avoid if I could. And now this is it. So Texans and Colts was the game of, of Saturday, the second most important game of the week. But now Sunday night football, the schedulers did this right. One of the best games of the year right here, Bills, Dolphins. This is going to rival the 49ers and Ravens a couple weeks ago. Because both these teams are wanting so badly to win this division. Winner wins the division. Bills lose. They are out, possibly. I think they are out. If they lose, they're out. And if the Dolphins lose, they're still in. They're still in the wild card. But if they win, they win the division. So this is very important. And for the Bills, Josh Allen's been awesome. Of course, of course you're starting him. The biggest thing I'm concerned about is Stephon Diggs. He's... He was part of the reason why I lost a matchup in a deep, <clears throat> excuse me, in a deeper league because he just has not shown. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he's injured, <clears throat> if he has something, some kind of issues with the new management. But ever since they fired their offense coordinator and they switched spots with the new play caller, he's just been absent. He hasn't been there. It's been all James Cook, been more tight ends, Dawson Knox. Been more spreading the ball around to their slots. Slot receivers, Gabe Davis been more involved. All but Stephon Diggs. So if you have Stephon Diggs and you made it to your finals, you probably have to start him. But if you have another option, a player on your bench that has been playing better than expected, I might go that way. Because this is where it counts the most. This is for all the marbles. This is the championship. And you can't have a seven-point game from Stephon Diggs again can't i don't and he's gonna be going against Jalen ramsey most likely that's one of the best corners in the league i don't know if i'm if i was in the championship with Stephon Diggs, I, i'm not but if i was if i had another option i might go that way now and that's crazy to say 
I, I don't know. He might not be on that team next year. I don't know. We'll see. But other than him, Sean James Cook, he should have a big game. Dolphins defense is fine. Not great, but fine. And um, Keith Davis, maybe. He might want to maybe a flex play this week because I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. And with that, Stephon Diggs might be a starter. I don't know, but it's definitely worth considering benching him for someone that you trust more, which is hard to say. And for the Dolphins, sounds like Jalen Waddle might miss this game, and Mostert hasn't been practicing either. So if they're both out, that kind of helps fantasy-wise because it's going to funnel to basically just two guys. Well, of course, they'll get the ball to other guys as well, but Tyreek Hill, Devon Achan, they are going to have such big games. Tyreek Hill needs like 240 receiving yards to break the all-time receiving yard mark. I don't think he's going to make it, but with Jalen Waddle possibly out and with three Mostert possibly out as well, he might because he might be the only guy they throw to. The Bills are probably going to quadruple team him, and he'll still get nine catches for 150 or something crazy. So you're going to start Tyreek Hill, start Devon Achan, maybe you can start Tua to a lesser extent because they're going to have to throw the ball so much to keep up. But this is going to be such a fun game. I think the Bills are going to win, actually. I think that's going to happen. And if they do, they are a dangerous team in the playoffs. All right, well, that was the final regular season week of the playoffs. It's been a crazy year. Um, I'm really excited um, talking about biggest busts and fantasy MVP, um, what I've learned this year, what I'm going to improve on for next year. So many things I'm looking forward to in the upcoming episodes. But enough about fantasy football. As we always have to do, let's get real. And this week, I'm going to talk about Forgiveness. Forgiveness is so important. If you're holding on to some hurt, holding on, not moving on and forgiving someone that has hurt you, then you're actually giving them control. They are still controlling their life. They're living their life. I, even if, I, sometimes people can really hurt you. Trust me, I've been really hurt. I've been divorced twice. And I, neither time did I start that. And I try to fight it both times. And my wife, wives at the time wanted to continue to pursue no matter what I did. And I had a lot of fault in it. Of course, I had a lot of fault in it. And looking back, I can see that. And I, to an extent, understand where they were coming from. But I forgave them. If you don't forgive someone that's wronged you, you put them in control. Because you're holding on to that hurt. You're holding on to that resentment, to that anger toward them. And it can control your life if you don't forgive people. You don't have to trust them again. But forgiveness is so important. Matthew chapter 6, verse 15. This is Jesus speaking. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. That's how important forgiveness is to God. It's so important that if you don't forgive others, then it's Jesus basically said right there, your father will not forgive your trespasses against them. Forgiveness is very important, guys. And it continues in Matthew chapter 6, verse 14. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly father will also 
forgive you. That was actually the verse before chapter, um, verse 15. So that was 14. 15 was the one that your father would not forgive you. Forgiveness is one of the most important things to the Lord. Relationship with him is number one, of course. Treating others is number two, but forgiveness is number three in my opinion. Could be wrong, but it's just one of the most important things that God wants us to do. He wants us to forgive one another because he knows the power in forgiveness. When you forgive someone, it's like a weight lifted off your shoulders. That hurt is pretty much gone. It might take some time for some things, but if you're not forgiving someone for years after they've wronged you, then that's hurting you more, much more than it's hurting them. So we need to work on forgiveness. There are some things I still need to work on forgiveness-wise. I'll raise my hand to that. Something I'm praying about. And um, I'm hoping God can help me with that. But we need to forgive those that have hurt us. That way, God can forgive us of what we've done to other people. Because if we want to be more like Jesus, then we need to work on forgiveness. Because what did he do on that cross when he was being wrongfully accused? When he was being when he was being killed? When he was just in so much pain, he said, God, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And as it says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Forgiveness is very important, and we really need to make sure we're working on that if we're holding on to hurt. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining in to the Week 18 preview of the fantasy football season in 2023. This wraps up the regular season, and for redraft leagues, dynasty leagues, that's the season. If you win the championship, congratulations. You're still fighting for it. Hopefully you win this week. I was in um, seven leagues this year. Six, I made the playoffs. Five had first-round buys. But because of some injuries, some quarterbacks not playing well, Stephon Diggs in one league, I only made um, week 17 in three leagues. One, I was fighting for the championship this week, but that was the one where I started Jaron Hall. and I. But... Um, Actually, no, I was in four. Yeah, I was in four. This is this is what happens when you have a busy life. I was in four Week 17 games, three championships, one matchup trying to get to the championships, one semifinals. I lost the semifinal. I lost one um, championship game. It was just a good game. Me and the other guy, we fought, we fought. He ended up winning. Hats off to him. Congratulations. Other two, I won a title. Got two titles this year. Not bad. I'll take it. But if you're still fighting, hopefully we can help you out. Um, the next episode, like I said, will be about um, awards and biggest busts, what we learned, what we're looking forward to next year. So I'm looking forward to making those episodes. If you need help with fantasy football, help this week. If you have some questions, happy to help in any way I can. You can go to my website, fantasyfootballcu.com. Go to the um, free forums. Lots of options there where you can ask questions, you can interact. Um, we have a prayer line, prayer request section on there. I'd be happy to pray for you. But other than that, if you haven't played fantasy football this year and you're interested, got lots of courses that can really help out, get you on the right track starting next year. Thank you guys so much for joining in. It's been really fun in this 2023 fantasy season. Looking forward to next year. We'll see you in the awards episodes. God bless you guys.